Hello everyone, good morning, Lucy here. Let's talk about triangulation. Uh, a lot of people don't even know it's got a name. They don't even know what triangulation means. They kind of think to themselves, okay, is this trigonometry, primary four, primary four colouring in triangles? Um, it's actually quite simple, but it's, it's something that happens to so many of us who are in toxic friendships, even toxic workplaces, and certainly narcissistically abusive relationships. Triangulation is when your abuser or your cheater or both, if you're lucky enough, uh, irony there, plays you as the victim off against another possible victim or somebody who is toxic like your abuser is. So there you go. There's three points of a triangle and they play you off against each other and they enjoy the toxic communication between you both, which could be mutual stalking and harassment, mutual nasty posts on social media, maybe going to the point where you're calling each other or one of you's calling one of the other ones, you know, it gets to a point where it's criminal behaviour. The narcissist will really enjoy manipulating your, both your emotions and your egos and your trust and maybe even if you, again, if you're unlucky enough, your love for the narcissist or the abuser. And as I've just described that there, I'm sure even those of you who have been you know, out with the romantic context or intimate relationships, you can probably think of times where you've had a toxic friend that's done that um, and also a colleague, a boss or a family member. So I've experienced triangulation in, in all of those, <laughs> all of those contexts. Yeah, no wonder I write books on this. And it's really painful and really difficult because it is often part of the devaluation phase of the relationship. So that's the middle bit of the relationship when things start to slide and they start to, the covert abuse then slides into overt abuse and the cheating starts and all the nonsense starts that eventually becomes actual proper domestic abuse or workplace abuse and workplace bullying. So it's like, you know, it's that devaluation is very much a process. And it tends to be set up though in the beginning in the love bombing so what you'll get is you'll get your abuser and i'm just going to say narcissist at the moment because let's go intimate relationships because this is something that's been inspired by something that happened last night or it didn't happen last night but i discovered it last night um it tends to happen in the love bombing phase so when somebody meets a narcissist they will dump probably almost always everything on you and go, oh, this, I've got this psycho ex and she's this and she's that, or he's this and he's that. And it's more than you would normally expect. So it's not just someone saying, listen, you know, I have had not the best relationships in my life. And then maybe six months down the line, them telling you what actually happened. It's like, it's part of the love bombing because it's designed, I call it the pity party. It's designed to make you feel sorry for them and want to help them, want to support them, which is a big, big part of triangulation. Because later down the line, the narcissist then is triangulating you against the person that they slagged off to you. Do you get me? So the psycho ex suddenly becomes part of the triangle six months into the relationship. But you're ready. You feel prepared, right? Because your narcissist told you she's a psycho. So straight away, you jump to your narcissist defense. And more often than not, you'll post things on social media about her. Your narcissist may, you know, show you texts or something from, from the uh, victim. Because she's a victim, just like you are. Um, and and will cleverly edit what he or she did to trigger that person to then send that message. For example, he may even be so far as to delete the previous messages and calls that he has made to that person to set that person off 
to then be able to say to you, oh, look what she said now. Look what she's doing now. And because you're madly in love with this complete lunatic, you, you, you don't doubt it. Because right back at the beginning, if you remember, he told you she would do this. He told you she was a lunatic. Okay? I think maybe if you're listening, who I think is listening to this, you need to just have a wee think about that, okay? And this has happened to me in both of my narcissistic abuse relationships um, severely. And both women, although very different, um, and also dealing with different types of narcissists, both women have ended up um, part of a triangle where... Myself and the other woman, in my context, because I'm heterosexual, so it was a guy that was uh, narcissistically abusing us and triangulating us. Both of those women have been triggered to post things online about me. Sort of nasty personal stuff, uh, attacks on my appearance and my looks, because I'm a size six and I'm gorgeous. Um, Attacks on who I am as a person. Um, Considering, if we could all just take a little step back, we've never met. Um, and I never posted anything online about them while they started doing this. I, I'm a reactor um, and I did never deny that. I tend to react and then suddenly you're the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. Um, and then what happens then is the narcissist goes, look, she's so this and she's that and she's the other. But because your ego now is getting toxified and darkened by your abuser, you don't see what you did to lead the other triangle point, a.k.a. me or the victim, the other victim, into reacting so it's all like maybe in the beginning, in the, you know, before you met your narcissist, you probably wouldn't have done this stuff, right? You probably wouldn't have trolled this girl or this guy online and you probably wouldn't have said things about his or her appearance online. I know I certainly wouldn't have done going back. I'm going back a few years now. Um, but this is, the, this is the horror of, of, of dating and of marrying or being with a, an abusive friend or abusive colleague or abusive partner is that they change you and they change you before you know you've changed. They make you like them. They make you come across as angry and vengeful and jealous and nippy and trolly and immature, um, which is what this all is. And I did all this. I, I, You become a flying monkey for your narcissist. And I did all this. I was triangulated into posting things about the third triangle point um, in, in the relationship, which is uh, very openly and clearly documented in my first book, which is uh, currently still sitting at bestseller status for three categories in the UK and two cat- no, one category in the US at the moment. Um, dangerous normal people understanding Casanova psychopaths and the narcissistic virus. And the triangulation in that is incredibly insidious. And it, it led to my, me getting my first criminal conviction because, of course, I did what's happening to me right now and has been happening to me and I wasn't aware it was happening to me now and it's also was happening to me during my first my second MPD abuse relationship as well is you don't know it's happening until it's too late and then when it's too late you're already toxified and you start reacting and then suddenly you're the bad guy and knock knock nino nino you know you've been charged with uh, telecommunications or you know posting things online and actually you didn't really do any of that you were just a puppet you were a puppet for somebody that has, has manipulated you into doing that stuff And it's really difficult because you don't want to be a bad person and you don't want to say those awful things and you don't want to do that stuff because it's shit, right? It's horrible. I don't, I am deeply ashamed of the things I posted um, online about the woman that was stalking me and being triangulated against me. Uh, I don't feel sorry for her because she was horrendous and the things she did to me for two years, I think it was about two years she was doing stuff before I reacted. Um, So I don't feel sorry for people when I react to them, but I feel bad for myself. I'm ashamed for myself. 
And it led, it led to my, my first criminal conviction, which I believe was a domino effect onto my other two. Um, so it's when you've got a partner, and it doesn't matter how amazing he or she is, be really mindful of just focusing on your partner. Don't let them steer you to having any sort of focus on an ex or an ex-friend or a colleague that sits at the desk next to you. Try, I mean, if you love your partner that much, focus on him or her, you know? Um, don't, don't let them envelop you in their own toxic thoughts and behaviours and use you because it's not nice for you or the other person that you're targeting and vice versa because it's horrible. Um, and other people can see it. And, yeah, you're going to have some support and, oh, yeah, ha, 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 and all that kind of stuff, which I did. Um, but those those people have probably been flying monkeyed as well, you know. And we're grown women, we're grown men. And um, as far as I'm concerned, anybody behaving like that um, over the age of 16, including myself, we need to grow the fuck up, you know. Um, and we need to stop trusting the wrong people to then create chaos and upset and drama online we should be focusing on our lives um, and when we lose focus on our lives and we lose focus on our morality and we lose focus on our manners our narcissist ramps up and our narcissist gets fuel from that and will only get worse um so triangulation is is is, is a manipulation and playing people off against each other and the abuser or bully or whatever they are will make sure you never know what they're doing slash have done to create a situation where you, you both are, you, the two other triangle points are communicating or, you know, being passive aggressive online with each other and things like that. Then they're not going to ever admit, like I've just admitted here, you know, I shouldn't have done that, I shouldn't have done this. They they, they are not going to do that. And they will go so far as to, to actually full-blown lie. This isn't about them deleting messages or exaggerating stuff. They will actually make up a crock of shit Um for you to get you riled up and insecure and anxious to make you flat and be triggered and then post something about the other person, which is exactly what I had. You know, so my narcissist number two told me she was a psycho ex and she was a one night stand and she was stalking him and she wasn't letting him see his kid. Now, I loved this guy. So of course I'm like reacting and trying to get him to see his kid, which he actually was seeing behind my back. So that's like a fucking massive lie. Um, I then appeared like a nutter because she's thinking, well, he's seeing his kid. Why is she lying? You know, can you, you understand this? This is chaos. Um, narcissist number one, who I've only found out recently, I mean, I suspected, um, I suspected that he's triangulating um, his new partner because I know him. You know, I know him better than he knows himself. I know him better than she does because uh, of the fog has lifted for me. I know what he is. Um uh, been, I realised that and, I, and I'm and i tracking it back and I'm thinking, you know, she's she's saying things like I've apparently snooped on her and I'm thinking, apart from the fact um, I wasn't on social media around the time she's saying I snooped, um, I actually wasn't allowed to be on social media um, back then. So that's a shame because she's not clicked um, that, that he's made up. And sometimes he slips up and he makes up lies where you can really easily prove them. Um, if you could be asked, um, you know, he's, he's been telling, I believe he's been telling her that he's been paying child maintenance on time. Um, I went back through just three years of bank statements and I found 26 
uh, not 26, sorry, I found 26 payments where some of them were late, some of them didn't turn up, and almost every single one was on different dates to the previous month. So there's no continuity or consistency. So it's like, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's mid-level financial abuse because it's, it's, it's fucking with, with my finances and fucking with the payments. But, it, you know, for him to say, I have never missed a payment is a flat out lie and I can prove it but I'm not going to go all over Facebook post all this stuff out right so there's things like that and then there's you know and so therefore I'm now this terrible person that's lying about her beloved partner and that's very clever um I'm a cheater and I cheated on him yes I did and I've never denied that in fact I told him to his face and I'm not sure if he's told her that um it's not many people tell their husband to their face that they've met someone else not many people talk after a six-week affair to be fair, it was six crappy weeks and it ended up being blooming further decade of crappiness, which I'm still in now. But uh, I only discovered two months ago he cheated on me for nine months. Nine months. Um, I don't know whether or not she, he's telling her that I've lied about that, but the girl that he cheated on me with, the woman that he cheated on me with, um, is on my Facebook. She's readily accessible. Um, she sometimes comments on my Facebook and she would, I'm sure she would more than happily, you know, kind of say, well, yeah, I'm, the, I'm her. Um, the family knew about it the family met her and they knew he would see me you know the whole family of you know um, so I, I I have been painted as I mean I, I am certainly an ex-offender I certainly was on the sex offenders register I certainly committed a, a non-violent sexual offence um, which wouldn't have been an offence if I'd bloody not waited seven days but never mind it's a long story also known as my third book the forgivers club please do order it right now um yeah i've got a stalking harassment offense but if you if you read dangerous normal people you'll realize it's pure triangulation and i was just reacting to her after years of her um but i shouldn't have done it so you know i admitted it and uh, I, you know i continued my sentence i passed my sentence i'm now an ex-offender i did what many many men and women can't do which is you know stay on the straight and narrow complete their sentence and do it while raising children and writing books and helping others. Um, so everyone focuses on the negative. But again, that is a narcissist. They will focus on the negative. They will go on and on and on and on. They won't ever say, OK, she fucked up. But you know what? She stood up, admitted it and didn't even go on trial. They'll just go, she did this. And that's a toxic person. And it's very easy to be manipulated by that because when you've been love bombed by a narcissist, you feel part of the gang. You feel you feel close to them. You feel like you're um, in a team while you both hate this person and you both have the same opinions and you both disagree with what he or she did. And that that's part of the love bombing and the grooming. And it becomes a trauma bond in the end because eventually it goes wrong. It might be okay now. You might not know what's going on right now like I didn't. But eventually the narcissist moves on. And suddenly you're thinking, how the hell or why the hell did I stick up for him or her? Why the hell or how I how the hell did I not see? Um, but all we can do is just try and help others and try and educate others. And the best way I do that is by trying to do these podcasts and doing my YouTube videos. And I never mention any names. I try really hard not to say anything uh, that would be specifically causing anyone fear or alarm or trauma. Um, I make sure that I'm humble and I, I I always kind of like uncover all the shitty things I've done as well so that people see that I'm, you know, fully authentic. And it's just a case of keeping on, keeping on. But, you know, moral of the story is be very careful what someone tells you someone else did. Because even when they show you the evidence of them doing it, you don't know what they did to create that.
Okay. Have a good day, folks. Find me on YouTube under L.W. Hawksby. Find all three of my books under L.W. Hawksby. It's my author name. It's not a fake name or a weird name. It's my author name. Um, my website is thenarcissisthunter.co.uk. It's crap website, but hey-ho, you know, I'm, an, I'm creative, not a techie. Have a good day.